Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Welcome to episode 133 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. <laughs> so me, Martin, and Eric here. I started and I realized that Eric didn't actually say what the topics were. <laughs> so what are the topics, Eric? What did you come up with today? Okay, well, now you're putting me on the spot. I wanted to discuss what we wanted to talk about, <laughs> but all right. Um, I guess we can start off with uh, basically the Bo Horvat, Bo Horvat contract. Uh, start out there. Then there's some news across the NHL. Jake Vertanen and his teammates hating him. There's a whole bunch of like stuff like that kind of going on around right now. So we can talk about the uh, like really exciting All Star game. Oh yeah, that none of oh, us. Oh yeah, watched. that was super <laughs> did exciting. Any of us, did any of us watch the All Star weekend? I watched a highlight of McDavid versus Kadri shooting, which was kind of interesting. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use, leave a review on Apple, visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at TalkingHockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. I didn't watch anything. I was at the gym at one point while one of the games were playing. To, to be fair, that's it. I was at dinner at a restaurant with a TV, and that's where I watched it. So yeah, I have watched exactly. it unless I was. The only part that. of the All Star game I watched was me at the gym in between sets, and I'm just, okay. And there's nothing to stare at except either my phone or the TV. Hey, hey. and for fifty percent of the time, I stared at the TV, and the other fifty percent, I was just like, "This is really, really boring." I'm gonna look you, at my. You got to be careful where you're staring at at the gym these days. That's all I'm saying. You see those TikToks <laughs> out there. Know who I like? Uh, I've seen those, yeah. The Joey Swall. Yeah, I love Joey Swole videos, man. He calls out people for posting shit like that. It's just, it's like a video of the guy just like staring at himself in the mirror. Someone walks in front, and it's yeah. just like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, canceled. Yeah, it's Relax. awesome. I love Joey. He's 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 hilarious. Yeah, he how do you feel about shit out of them? How do you yeah. feel about cameras in the gym? Uh, I'm okay with it. I really Largely don't care. speaking, yeah. I don't really care, but like I get why some people, people care. don't like them because then it like just you can just cut out a five second clip of you pretend like looking creepy even though you weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah, it's just, like, so easy. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you're like the amount of times I've like zoned out at the gym and I'm just staring in one direction and it might not even it could be anyone. It could be a random guy that 
might think I'm staring when I'm just like I'm just like zoned out, like I'm not paying attention to anything, and they're just in my direction. Most awkward thing is making eye contact at the gym. Yeah, that's <laughs> all, that's the word. It's just so <laughs> when you directly make eye contact with the person. <laughs> yeah, that's just uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. What are oh, topics? Okay. So there's a bunch of contracts. Bo Horvat. There's the Dylan Cousins contract, which is pretty big. Um, there was a bunch, and then because of these contracts, a bunch of talks came up about the differences between the NBA and the NHL and the MLB. And we can briefly talk about that. I think we talked enough about like that kind of stuff in the past. I don't want to like. No, go I think into we just hard. talked about that last week. Yeah, exactly. Well, that, that was talk. We mainly focused on the stuff around like. Uh, how players get traded and stuff, so we didn't focus too much on it. Um, and then there were some like random stats that I wanted to talk about that I saw about the Oilers, like on and off with McDavid and Drysidle and a few others. Uh, yeah, it's just like it's just we're gonna go hit by hit. I think I don't think we have like a overwhelming topic to talk about today, like some of the past weeks. Yeah. Um, do we want to start with actually the All Star Game? Um, a lot of people had different ideas that they were sharing on how to improve the all-star game do we want to talk that yes or no uh, uh, yes definitely but like i, I think that they, they got to look at improvements because again for like the fourth year in a row i didn't even know it was i think we, we made the joke last week i was like you don't see all-star game this weekend and you had no idea last week when i brought it up and yeah, i didn't even know yeah the players didn't want to be there like cappers off the big story coming into it, or, or uh, after the was it the skills competition? I think it was on the Friday. Kaprizov participated in none of it, and his entire <laughs> team was in like Mexico, right? Yeah, everyone and was having a good time off in, in Caribbean or in you guys Mexico are just like, on oh, the fuck, beach, and then he's this. just like, Ugh. <laughs> it wasn't even a sellout, right? Like it was pretty empty. It was like typical Florida crowd for like a regular weekday game. Yeah, I'm actually pumped because I'm going to Florida and I'm heading to a. Panthers game and I'm gonna pay like twenty dollars for a ticket or something stupid. Yeah, it's it's cheaper great. to fly down there and get a front yeah. row ticket. Are you gonna attack the rat? Attack? Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did see that. Hilarious, hilarious. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think um, Dan O'Toole had a really big thread. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Martin. I was gonna say uh, Dan O'Toole had a really big thread. Uh, around the All-Star game, I think, like during it, talking about how to improve the All-Star weekend for next for the next event. Mm-hmm. And I thought some of his ideas were pretty interesting. Uh, there was a couple people that did different threads. So like Daniel Tools was one of them. Uh, he talked about like, instead of having it in a hockey arena, have it in like the dome instead so that it's you have more space for different events happening at the same so time. So all going on at the same time. Exactly. So you don't have need like everything going on at once, but you can have like one or two things or like bigger areas to do stuff, right? Like uh, he was talking about like the fastest skater competition. Imagine instead of having it just around the rink, like having it like, you know, a gigantic field for them to skate around or something. You know what it should be? People are talking about it. It should be like a straightaway and you know where it should be? What's the biggest straightaway rink? In the, the Rideau Canal? Yeah. That you can't yeah. even skate on right now? Well, yeah, that's part of it. it that's climate, just climate, climate, <laughs> climate, climate <laughs> depending. But, like, people think that it should be a straightaway because that's yeah. 
where you get the fastest. And the good thing about the canal would be because they were complaining that uh, Makar might have got like hurt from his fall because he fell during the faster yeah, skater, the which is an issue. And they pad the boards, obviously, which is a good step. But if you fell, like there are slight turns on the canal, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, mostly a straight. huge straight like 90% away. straight. And you would 99% straight. truly see who's like the fastest straight. And you could have people actually race each other too. I do which, like the whole like being able to like turn. Yes, though. which is important is because like it shows the factor. Exactly. Yeah, it shows their it's arguably it takes way more yeah edge work and, and footwork yeah. to to for sure go, uh, um, do the turns right because straight for is just a lot of power versus yeah better edge work better footwork. But you would see them get top speed, like McDavid would get to his top speed quicker. Right, if he's just allowed to go straight, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. sure. (laughs) And he knows he doesn't have to turn too. Like the biggest thing is they're preparing for a turn, so they're slowing down. And I still think they need like an average human being to go into that too, just to compare. (laughs) Just like three three guys go at the same time, just straight, and then just have McDavid, McKinnon, and like some fucking (laughs) Joe Schmuck, or like go get like an OHL player, something like someone that knows how to skate. McDavid, McKinnon, and and Luke West. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, and just watch Luke complete like five (laughs) meters by the time they've been a hundred. So, what was I get? Fuck. Oh um, God. But the thing is, like AHL, like in the AHL All Star game, like there are guys there who who complete it faster than the NHL guys. Those guys are competing harder because it's actually like, I feel like NHL, G, not GMs, but like scouts are there like because there's young players there to watch, Generally, right? So they're actually also, competing. They probably also get a little bit of a prize if they win, you know? That's the biggest probably, thing. Probably in the AHL, they get more, it's more valuable to them. Because I think, I think in the NHL, if they won the skill, I think you got like $50,000, don't quote me on that. I think yeah. if you yeah, won the like All-Star game. If you won the All Star game, you get like it's an a, expensive dinner for these guys. Just like a yeah, pot, and they go to a club for them. Like it's uh, yeah, it, agreed. Especially they, the guys like, that bring, NHL right? Isn't the end goal for those guys. Yeah. Whereas they've already hit the end goal for NHL players. They don't need to show off. They've already made it. Whereas the AHL guys, you know, if they, if we see some guy hit a hundred five mile an hour slap shot, you know, everyone pays attention, sort of. Right, it's it's definitely lost its charm. It's boring to watch. Like any All Star game, I'll be honest, is pretty boring. Like, did you watch the NFL equivalent of the Pro Bowl? It was like yeah, the they, NBA tra- All Star games really boring too. Like none of them are trying. It's just three point and dunk contests, basically back to back to back to back. The only one that's kind of like a legitimate game was the MLB All Star game. Yeah, it used yeah. to be. Doesn't that mean something? Because it, it they, used to mean something. It, they got rid of it because it didn't really make sense. But it just, uh, the, in the world, in the World yeah. Series, the the home team home field advantage would go to. It does the, make sense because the, the they have two, does make sense the the yeah, league that won. Yeah, because they have two different leagues still. Well, right. It's 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 all okay. Baseball's changed totally, right? So it used to be different. The National League, for example, you would have the pitchers used to hit. Right. Yeah. You would have yeah, no designated hitter in the American League. They did. So yeah. the leagues were different. They did get rid of the rules. But they got rid them, of it. So yeah, it's they made a, pretty streamlined. They made them, and yeah. starting next year, actually, uh, it's it's similar to like the NHL schedule where you play every team. 
at least oh, once. Really? Yeah. Oh, so um, that you used to <laughs> used to never play teams in like the National League. If the Blue Jays never played, very rarely played, you know, the the Dodgers, for example. I think it was like once every five years they would play the Dodgers, right? Yeah. Los Angeles Dodgers, who are in the NL. Um, now it's different that you play every team once at least. So why not NHL version is uh, the the if they did it by conference, said so they did it by just uh, conference. The te- winning team for the Eastern or one of the conferences, they get home advantage in the Cup final. I think that's I just think too. It doesn't make but sense. But then it like, makes yeah. the play, the regular season mean less because yeah, exactly. the whole point of the regular but season is to finish first. Slightly less. And mm, how often that's the most important do. series of the whole playoffs. <laughs> Get them to try in the All Star game. Fuck it. That's the, yeah, but oh, the thing is that in, in the MLB, in the MLB, it, it mattered no, way more because they can't pay them like enough for it to be worth it to the NHL. Like, there's no amount of money. That, like, the NHL can't just throw money at the All-Star game to get these guys to try more because you throw more money at them, they're just going to be like, yeah, okay, so instead of $50,000, I'm going to get, I'm going to get, let's say $100,000, right? Is that and, worth them being injured the rest of the year? No, they lose out more than what they care about. That. That like, there's the no problem, amount right? of money the NHL is going to give them that'll be worth it to them. At the same time, is it being worth it to the NHL to pay them that, that amount of money? Like you can't give each player a million bucks to compete in the All Star game, right? Like it just no. like, yeah. So, yeah. And and then even if you give them more money, that doesn't mean they try more. That just means that they show up, and then they, you know, or they, maybe you pay them more to win at the game or something like that. But hockey like, hockey is tough. Like football tried to resolve their issues because of course they're like similar to ho- hockey because they don't want to get hurt during the game the thing and if is, you though, have hitting they switched to flag and it... they did flag football but the thing is that the nfl has their pro bowl after the season's over yes right mm-hmm. so i mean the, there were there were players on the kansas city chiefs and philadelphia eagles who made the pro bowl like the team but they they're not playing because they're in the super bowl so yeah the pro bowl then just becomes all the, the teams that are out why does the nhl do it middle of the year like I right think it's before for a the break playoffs, because like nfl has a bye week you know nfl has a bye week built into their schedules right every team gets I mean, a week off they also only play once a week so. <laughs> but it's pretty i mean it's in, the, in that week there are so many injuries right yes yeah there's always injuries so the nhl uh, like the Leafs haven't played since the Leafs don't play till but Friday. They, they had because the NHL's also added a bye week, so they yeah, got exactly. their bye week. So this at is the what it is. Point. Yeah. So I think it's for like a mid-season break, unless they unless the NHL adds in a bye but week. They just had Christmas break, like and they also for though three days then, weren't they? Arden also though they have the IIHF championship after the season anyway, probably this around the time you would have the All Star. Mm after yeah. season all-star game and also probably the players wouldn't want it. I, it's all about the players and i don't yeah, think all star bring back that canada u.s turn what was that thing called the world championship or whatever world cup world cup yeah something like that bring back the world cup that's way more you have to have Ty more... hates team north america so yeah Ties yeah, I hate Team it. North it's America just... would be so much fun. Like you'd have like Jack Hughes. Oh yeah, like... okay. Better than well, Jack Hughes would make Team USA right now. So you're watering down Team USA and, and as a result. Fine. Who cares? Do you think? See, I me giving a shit? No. Carlin Bedard <laughs> could make this 
Connor Bedard be on team. team North America. Play with Jack like, Hughes. It would be like fun. what Matthews did before his or uh, right in at his draft. There's a whole Listen, bunch of like cool but then, shit that but then to you have like the players thinking like Tavares got hurt in the last one and missed some of the season that year because it wasn't didn't he get hurt that year in the uh, I don't think it was in I the think World it was Cup. the Olympics. Was, yeah, so that was oh, the Olympics. Okay. It was in the 2014 Olympics. He had like a tournament. Didn't someone scale. get hurt? Someone got hurt in that pre-tournament. Players uh, try more when it's they're co- they're playing for their country. For sure, that's just like a like the, you're never going to get them to care about the All Star game as much as they will when they're playing for Team Canada or Team. So get rid of the All Star game. Whatever. Just give them a fucking week off. Yeah, I mean, it, it and didn't the even young seem guys fun. they want to show up. They want to like you know you pull the Team North America. Those guys they want to show up. The old guys like it's just like ego. I don't you know, think there's that no the, ego at the All Star game. I don't think the players enjoy it. Like from a fan perspective, was it even enjoyable? No. The thing, no, okay, it so, was so the, fun. The that, funniest that thing, World Cup was by far. No, no, no. Like I was talking about the All Star game. Fun. Oh, okay, sorry. I was talking about the World Cup. Yeah, the World yeah. Cup. That was like the most fun thing the NHL's done, or whatever. I like that it. they've done in like the last like seven, eight, or one. And they got rid of it right away. Seven years. It was awesome. They they just can't they just can't plan another one. Well, yeah. They, but it was like by far like the Russia most entertaining. Issues, but yeah. Other than the World Cup, it was like the second most un- and the Stanley Cup. That it was the most entertaining thing. Did I've you seen. see that that thread Luke sent us about the hate Ovechkin guy? Oh my god! Oh yeah, hot Hasek was going stupid, off. Stupid man. Hasek was a going low off. Kid. Send yeah. one of the front lines. What's he doing on the Ovechkin's on the? <laughs> Ovechkin's appeared in the most all-star games of any player currently. And it's that like, you got to celebrate him for doing that. But Ovechkin You're not celebrating because he's Russian. <laughs> he's best friends with, with Vlad. Yeah, wow. His family also lives there, so... Yeah. It's a, let's not get into it's all the Russian It's a dangerous situation. Thing. Okay, let's continue with this, this list. So the second thing Dan O'Toole said after having it in the Dome... Um, so you're is, talking about in Toronto specifically. By the dome, he means like the Rogers yeah, Center where the yeah, Jays the Rogers, play. Just to clarify, yeah, where the J, where the Jays play. So huge baseball field, you know, plenty of room for shit to go down. It's like fifty thousand. Uh, he said Friday night is for the kids, so Nickelodeon runs it. Don't make the players come up with skits. Let the pros handle it. I actually like that idea because, to be fair, not. Most of the NHL players are not funny. <laughs> and when you see them doing some of the, the shit that they do, like the little skits, like it really isn't that entertaining. I'm guessing it's just the players coming up with it. It's like, I don't understand why they don't have like professionals coming. It's like how, you know, when the White House does their correspondence dinner and they have a comedian write the president's jokes or when they do like a uh, celebrity, the celebrity roasts, they have comedians come in and actually make the jokes for some of the celebrities and stuff like that right like that's what other like fit ideas like professional organizations yeah other professional organizations do that so i don't understand why the nhl doesn't that that was actually a great point when he said that i was just like immediately i was just like like there's so there's so many examples of that happening across everywhere else, but the NHL doesn't do it. And I get you want to show off your players' personalities or whatever, but you can let they, they can collaborate them. and they can collaborate. But they but there was that I sent that funny commercial like it was actually like an entertaining commercial of yeah, the, but there, all the all stars in the hotel room. Comedian a comedian came up with that for sure. They've never done anything since, but like <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I bet mean, a comedian or like someone that was a professional came in and did that. That's what I'm the, saying. But the thing is that it's not NHL specific for this. Like every league's all-star game sucks. 
Yes. You're 100 percent right, but the there are things that are one, obvious that you can do to improve it. That's the only only players. entertaining one is the MLS because the MLS has an all star team play like a top team from Europe. Yeah, yeah, that one that's is pretty. Fun. That's always fun. Yeah, good. Or I always remember like one of my favorite memories as a kid was when Real Madrid came to Toronto and played Toronto FC in a game. Yeah, and uh, we got really good tickets. Like I was like seven, eight rows up. And it was awesome. They probably like, played like that. I was watching Kaka. I was watching like all these guys I n- never dreamed of like being able to see in person. Anyways, yeah, uh, that's very tangential. Just, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a thought. <laughs> Anyways, um, okay, so that that was uh, his other one, uh, and then he gave examples of like stuff that they could do, like who can put their equipment on the fastest, or like can you skate on Wait, slime, push. or people getting slimed, like, all that yeah. kind of shit. Um, winner of each well, skill event gets a massive prize, a boat, a car, uh, blah, 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 could do that as well. We talked about that, it's, especially for the, they're not going to try so hard in the games, but the skills competition, at least that gives them some incentive to kind of win it. Some of them do um, try, like McDavid genuinely seemed angry when Kadri beat him in the. Yeah. I mean, it's car. pride too, right? Like there's yeah, a certain is. amount of like pride to to it but also some players just take the skills competition as a joke not like, seriously at all yeah yes. exactly which is also fine because sometimes it's funny like i remember who was it was it eric carlson or someone that was just completely like just screwing up his event like years this is years ago i don't know if anyone's well i think it, i think i remember that hilarious. i think it was carlson and i think it was the shooting no the i don't think it was the shooting. shooting like he had to like get the puck like, oh, the passing thing. Yeah, it was like something like that. And I he think he missed like, like a couple because he was trying. And then he was like, fuck this. It's, yeah. I don't care. So he just like, <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. finally hit one. Yeah, exactly. I remember and then that. he also, so the other ones that I thought were pretty interesting were um, uh, pond hockey style hockey. So first team to like 10 and then no offsides, no face-offs, like all that oh, kind of be, stuff. So just, that would be a know, good Free-for-all kind of chaos. Actually on a pond though too. Like a, you could, yeah, a backyard Yeah, you can do it on rink. a pond or you can do you, – you can even really do it anywhere. But like that kind of style of game mm-hmm. uh, would be kind of fun also. Uh, yeah, and that, and then the bring bring back the draft. He didn't mention that, but that's another thing that I still think it should be doing. It's like pick a captain, and captain drafts their team. Screw East first or Central versus. Uh, and the draft. Hundred percent. Bring back the draft. The yeah. draft. The draft was watchable. Neat. Exactly. It's fun. It shows personality of the players, and yep. who the fuck cares that someone goes last? Like no one actually gives a shit. Yeah. Besides Phil Kessel, but fuck. <laughs> he won two cups after that. And you're that. still like, an all-star. And you're yeah. still an all-star. Like, why do you give a shit? Didn't he get money for co- getting picked last? He got a, he got a thing, uh, like a car, I think. And did, wasn't it the next year Ovi wanted to get picked last? He wanted to get picked last. He, yo, Ovi was wasted in that. You ever see the videos of it? Yes. He was wasted, and he's like, pick me last. I need a fucking car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did they get like, last? No, he <laughs> like, got picked last. I think I ended up donating it somewhere to like a. I don't game. actually think he got picked last because I remember I didn't watch with sound, but I remember it, and he looks very disappointed because he was picked like they picked him. Like Patrick Kane's like, nah, you're getting picked here. <laughs> 
Yeah. So anyway, so that was that was the All Star game. Do you guys want to move on to the two big contracts that were just signed? Bo Horvat. Yeah, Horvat. We talked about Horvat last week, so let's take 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 it away. I did say that there was a rumored agreed upon contract. Yep. You did. It makes no sense. I mean, someone even said it. Like, why do these guys sign long-term deals in a place when they've never even played a fucking game there? Yep. And then yeah. he, he got he it, but he, but he did get $8.5 for eight years, just guaranteed, you know, signed at a high. But what I've, what I've heard is he could have got more from somewhere else. There was teams offering more. There was probably teams that would go to nine, I would yeah. guess, for sure. He just didn't yeah. do it. I think he, he, but you probably also looked at like you know I don't want to like miss out like it's. You want to play in the Islanders for eight years? I don't think years? he cares. I think I don't think he cares. I think he's like I about got winning. My bag. Yeah, I think he just said he got his bag and that's that. That's where maybe it sucks. maybe he didn't want to like. That's where it kind of may, sucks. Maybe he didn't want to go on a cold streak for the rest. of the Also, year a lot of good teams won't be able to get him in the off season anyways because none of them have cap space. So he might his agent might have looked at him and went, okay, these. You know, these seven cup contenders for next year, not saying, you know, he for sure did this, but he could have just easily looked and went, okay, these five, seven cup contenders, none of them are grabbing you in free agency based off of their current cap space situation. So if you're Bo Horvat, do you find Lou's comments insulting comments or, or do you find them that you're like, fuck you, bud? I, you signed me for it. I don't give a fuck. I think fuck. you're just like, fuck you. But yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to like, release the terms. Yeah, I got the bag. You're talking it's about like... the guy who, the, I don't know why Lou said that, because he's the guy who signed Kovalchuk to that 17-year illegal contract, <laughs> right? But I think that's also why he, he said it, because it's supposed to be, literally said, to be like a joke. It's too long and too much mo- and it's too much money. Yeah, like, it, it seems sarcastic when he said it, but like... Yeah, it was sarcastic. I've heard him, like I've heard the audio and it's... He's, and then he said you want fuck. and then he said you want the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It is too long and way too much money. He's right. Lou is right, but he signed him to it. So <laughs> you're an idiot, Lou. Like you're so, telling us you're an idiot. So he's right, <laughs> but also Lou hates giving out those types of contracts in general. And to a lot of players that contract would be worth it. It's just Bo Horvat isn't one of them. Too. So Here's the here here's the Islanders draft picks, okay? So, for, for their last first round picks for, since 2020, so that 2020's mm-hmm. first round pick was traded for Pajot. 2021's was traded for Paul Mary. 2022's was traded for Romanov, and 2023 was traded for Horvat. In the second round, they still have their 2023 second. They drafted a uh, last year. They drafted 65th overall, Cali Odelius. Raddy was just traded. It was drafted in 2021, was traded for Horvat, and then they traded the 2020 pick yeah. for Pajot. Islanders have no future, future. So the last four years, the highest and pick old. in the draft is 65th that they still have with them. Yeah, and the Islanders haven't been good drafters regardless. So it's not like they were getting extreme value and, okay, let's trade away these top picks. <laughs> they just... Yeah, they're few, they have nothing in their future coming. It's going to be really unfortunate for Islanders fans. And they're old 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 like so old yeah are they the oldest average team i think pittsburgh is but i think oh, the islanders are top three but at least pittsburgh's uh, won cups recently like islanders yeah. have they won nothing cups to recently show and still for their guy their older guys are still elite yes. like crosby's on pace for 100 points this year right yes. now 
like actually and speaking of that actually i want to get into this there's 15 players right now that are on a hundred point pace how crazy is that they're like literally like six years seven years ago you know the guy that won the art ross was getting like 80 points jamie That's, ben in 2015 had 80, yeah, 80 83 points or something exactly super good just for over NHL. point per game that's so, really yeah. good for the NHL. And the 15 players are McDavid, Dreisaitl, Kucherov, Pasternak, Kachuk, Tage Thompson, still on a 100-point pace, Jack Hughes, Jason Robertson, Eric Carlson, by the way, 69 points on the season right Martin now. Martin must love that. Miko Rantanen, Kaprizov, Zach Hyman <laughs> on a 100-point pace, Crosby, Pedersen, and McKinnon. When when Hyman's playing with guys literally going to break recent records for points, like... Well, it's so funny looking at the Oilers because it's just McDavid and Drysaddle just in another stratosphere in terms of points. Yeah. And then Zach Hyman and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who isn't on a 100-point pace, but he's on like a 90-something point pace. Both just like right behind because they're playing with those two other guys, and they're friggin' they're they're like friggin' power play, like all their points are from yeah. the power play, all on the power play. Yeah, it, it's quite absurd, but it's good time to be a fan in the NHL right now, at least in terms of you know if you're a fan of these kind of uh, these star players because they're freaking killing it like the fact that we were hot we were like people were winning the art ross with like 82 83 points just a couple years ago was absurd like it was like who who was in the jamie ben year was it between taveras and jamie ben for the art ross i'm pretty sure and taveras was like at 81 points jamie ben got 83 there was one year voracek was up there too and like almost won it i'm not sure if that was that same year or not again with like 80 points and now it's just like 15 guys are on pace for 100 points all of a sudden. And some people on pace for like 160 points, a.k.a. McDavid. (laughs) It's it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. And you have multiple – the cool thing is you have multiple defensemen at point per game paces, which you had last year too. Um, When's the last time we saw a defenseman on pace for 100 points? Carlson. Uh, Mike Green had like 30 goals one year. Carlson yeah, had 82 assists did. or something. John yeah, Carlson had, was uh, led the league in assists one year. He, he uh, literally had like a assist a game or something. Yeah. And yeah. like, he, I think he ended up with like 92, yeah. 93 points because he had like 10 goals, 12 goals, something like that. Yeah. And just a shit ton of assists. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's amazing seeing Eric Carlson on a hundred point pace. Like I love it. And he'll probably finish the year in San Jose because their contracts suck. But we talked yep. about that last. Yeah, we talked about that. So he's he. They also also I think are asking for a lot, especially for retention. Oh, but you have to like you want value out of him. Yeah, I mean you will get value out of him at eight million too, theoretically. Yes, you know? but you still they still only retain three million. Three point five million dollars for four years, yeah. <laughs> but San Jose is going to be bad for four years, so it still makes sense. But yeah, we'll see if he gets traded. I hope he gets traded. I it would be the, really good for the NHL if he gets traded. There's just some like really crazy names in like the hundred point territory this year. Like Jack Hughes, twenty one years old, at a hundred point pace right now, and he's leading the league in even strength goals too with twenty nine. Yeah, so. he is. 
that's pretty incredible. Crosby's turning back the years, 100-point pace. Uh, I think he's like 10th in the NHL or something like that in even strength goals, somewhere around there. Uh, obviously, Tage Thompson blowing up is just kind of crazy. Overall, Eric Carlson, obviously a defenseman. Jason Robertson, yeah, I mean, he was on that kind of trajectory. But Zach Hyman blowing up this year to 100 points. Like, There's some weird-ass names in this list this year. And like that pace? Like Marner's not very far off. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of guys that aren't like, very far off. Like yeah. they could probably hit it. Okay, I want to hear your guys' opinions because we're going to look back at this at the end of the year. Uh, how many players are going to end up over 100-point pace by the end of the season? And I'm going to give an over-under of 12.5. Right now there's 15. Actually, you know what? I'll give the over under at eleven point five. Whoa, that's a lot. Like ugh. over I'm under eleven point five. You're taking the over. over. So you're going. You're going for fifteen. Uh, at least twelve players. At least yeah. minimum twelve players are going to hit a hundred sure. points. Okay, so Martin's on the over on that. Ty? I say under. I say under. Which yeah, one's gonna... paying better? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's why it's an over/under. That's why it's the over/under, man. There's nothing that pays more or less. It's even odds, you gotta pick and choose. No, over for sure. I'm going over. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go under. I think there's some guys that are gonna slow down. They're gonna get rest for the playoffs. There's gonna gonna be a bunch of that stuff going on. Maybe a couple injuries. So I'm going well, under. I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna say it ends. It, a bunch of these guys can't through. rest. Like McDavid and Dreisaitl can't get rest. True. Kucherov can get rest. Pasternak can get rest. Tuchuk cannot get rest. Carlson, depending where he gets traded, if he gets traded, can't get rest. Thompson can't get rest. Hughes can't get rest. Robertson can't get rest. Hopkins can't get rest. Rantanen can't get rest because Colorado is not a good place. Crosby can't get rest. Cap can't get rest. Marner can't well, that's get right rest. now. You know, if there's three Marner games left rest. and they're in the playoffs, yeah, you know, I know, but like, they don't rest very much either, though. But and it's placement too. Like, I don't know. Placement does matter for sure. Minnesota's situation is like obviously Toronto and Tampa Bay. It's predetermined, which is another. Maybe we could talk about topic switching the play. How Crosby said talked about wanting to switch the playoff format yeah he did he did say he wanted to go back to one to eight and that might be the biggest pusher which is good players like him need to say shit like that because that happens in the nba all the time and it's not gonna happen never gonna happen to switch back gonna happen never gonna happen why not freaking what's his name just likes it too much man gary why is he like gary's just I don't know, but he does. He just he loves it, and he's does, not going to let Do it people go. know for a fact that he actually likes it? Because he switched it to this, and he's switched it before too, hasn't he? Like we've gone through a di- a couple different switches with Batman, have we not? A About couple what? Of, of formats, playoffs. Yeah. Uh, was it always they one changed day? it? They changed it. Uh, so so it used to be prior to them, I guess, shifting the divisions to how they are. Uh, I think like prior to what, 2017, 2016, 2015, they changed <laughs> the divisions in anticipation for Vegas, right? Yeah. So it used to be 
just Eastern and Western Conference. Um, fuck, how did it go? I think it was like it was one v eight, the top ranked seed versus eight two seven in the in the conference, right? But I think the top three seeds were the teams in each division, if that makes sense. So one of the ever... coolest one of the coolest ways I've heard presented as a I don't know how close it is to being an option, but one of the coolest ways I've heard presented would be come first and out of all the playoff teams, you get to choose your I like that your yeah. your opponent West Conference uh, whatever conference doesn't matter. You can even keep it Eastern and Western if you wanted to. Like it'd be you less could, cool, but, but it could. it'd be less cool if you're going full bore. You gotta go full bore that way. Like you yeah. gotta make it as cool. It would be fun because it'd also just be so embarrassing. And it would, <laughs> and it would make it so interesting because there would be so much strategy, and it would also make the regular season matter. Because right now, the regular season is over, especially for the Atlantic. Like. Toronto can't catch yeah. Boston unless Boston's Boston died. And Tampa Bay and Toronto, it really doesn't matter who finishes above. Like, Well, this is why it would, could, you could make it matter. You should have it so that each team picks who they want to play, and you just go down the list. Yeah, exactly. So the first four pick the last four, basically. Yeah. So you don't have one only one team do it. You have the first team do it. Oh, they yeah, pick exactly. Who, no, that's... Place, uh, yeah, so that, then, that's yeah. that's the thing. Like you oh, would have that's like the first, the first eight pick, which well, like whoever picks, yeah, whoever gets a chance to pick picks, and then if they're not already picked, like the first place yeah. team could pick the second best team technically in the first yeah. round. They wouldn't. It's all up to them. Or... They wouldn't yeah. more more than likely, but that would be the coolest way. Yeah, and it would make, and it would make the regular season so important it would make for so much more agreed yeah competition throughout the entire year hockey people though will hate that like hot traditional like the, the they'll hate that idea i i know it i just inherently know it they'll I just think like it feel like it's disrespectful I think someone needs to pitch or it. it's wrong or it's like or it needs to be pushed or something. Like it needs to be know. talked about more. I think that'd and be more so fun. That'd be so fun. You'd have draft night. <laughs> you just create multiple <laughs> yeah, different draft nights. We have the, the regular draft. We have the draft for the All Star game, and we have the draft for. That's the other playoffs. thing. It creates a whole another night of watchable content. Yep. And but I think you would just end up having. A sponsored the worst team, and you know the second best team. I don't. I don't think so. I don't don't think they would one hundred percent guaranteed pick the last. Because like, there's very often not a huge difference between in talent level Mm -hmm. between the worst and the second worst and the third worst or the fourth. And then you really be picking based off of like who you play well against, who you match up against, who you match against. Or you're picking like that and location based. You want the closest teams you can travel less so that you're more yeah. fresh for the next round. There's all that yeah. stuff. And then you have entire shows. You have a week of shows dedicated to everyone just discussing who each team is going to pick. Because they're just like, exactly. oh, who should, 
Who should um it's so you know, much content? It's just pure yeah. content. Who should Boston pick right now? Okay, well, you know, strategy wise, you know, they match up best against these teams because you know these teams use this style, blah 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 blah. And all year it's content because it's like it matters who the hell comes first and who's like where you yeah. are. It, Agreed. It's I don't know. Well, I, like I think it. one versus sixteen just makes more sense. Even even Crosby said it. That that would be better. Right. Than what they're currently doing. I like the draft idea, but I guess that they want by far the best. Do you think like (laughs) do you think anyone's gonna care about Boston playing? I don't know, fucking who's the worst team in the West right now? Because you probably choose one of those wild card teams, right? Yeah. Fucking like who is uh, it? Calgary Calgary right now, or yeah, whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Like there, there's always teams that finish lower than they should have, and they're on a tear. And maybe you're like, I don't want to play them. You know, like, uh, you know, St. Louis on their gigantic run last or not last year when they won the cup. Right. You could the team that played them, they could have just been like, oh, I'm going to opt not to and pick someone else because these guys are on a tear. Like there's all those situational things where I think it would impact stuff pretty substantially. I, it'd be fun. I think it would be really fun. And then you'd have content like we're sitting here talking about freaking like Bo Horvat's contract, like, you know. That's we're running out. We're the, running out of content right now. There's no Whereas, content because the battles are decided. Like Toronto's going to play Tampa. It's just who's yeah. going to be ahead of who. Boston's going to play like Buffalo or whoever the last the team. Whoever's that last team that squeezes. And they're going to crush them more than likely. And the other thing that it creates with like the choosing is, did you make the right choice? Like. Yep. If you lose in the first round, you're more to blame at that point because it's like yep. you fucking choose. And you them. can choose and you can choose based off multiple things. Do you want to solely choose based off of who you might think is the easiest? Or do you think choose, you know, I'm gonna look a little bit at the ratings here and uh you know, I'm gonna try to make a little bit more money for the team by uh, Fair enough. Yeah, you, you could know? do that too. Like the owner gets involved on the situation. Exactly. There's all that like stuff that you can consider. You know, like the new team in the league gets in and they're like, uh, you know, are they gonna play like freaking Calgary or like that, you know, nobody's gonna care about, or do they play the New York Rangers so that they can get, you know, a shit ton more engagement and press and all that. To this not stuff. consider you know, like, it like all that would, stuff. Would be silly because of the content it creates options. Exactly. Yeah. Like you could have a sponsored night, like the the draft sponsored by all state or whatever like exactly you get sponsorship you get talked about it's it's and there'd be bet like it it gets into betting at that point too like you'd have so much betting like who's the team gonna who's the first place team gonna pick like there'd be bets on it and and you have to care the entire season because you don't want to let just one team go above you because they get to pick before you and yep that influences your pick, and I think yep. Ty hates this idea, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Ty's not talking too much. <laughs> listen, you're, you, I, I think that it just makes random matchups that I don't think the NHL wants right away. I mean, they say it's all about the rivalries. I don't yeah, think it I makes sense to which, have sorry. one to sixteen already ignores all the rivalries, anyway. right? So yeah. I think it just should be one to eight in each conference. That's more boring. The. The rivalries has already it's proven to fail. It's been what we've been on this system for what four or five years, and it oh. hasn't it hasn't created new rivalries since twenty fourteen actually. 
rivalries are dead. That's even worse, man. And it's, it's like so stupid. Years. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, you have to beat the best, but let's say you are the Leafs right now, right? You are locked into that second place, pretty much, or third yeah, place, the Tampa. What we're saying, Tampa, dude. And Tampa is, you know, also a top five team in the league so far. And then the second round, you win, you come out of there, you win, and you got to play the best team in the league, and- Boston. And they're like the top three of the top five teams are in the same division. And they're going to be play each other in the first two rounds. And that's, and this, the Atlantic being the way it is and has been for the past, what, like, how long is the five Atlantic? Years, six yeah, years. the Atlantic's been the best for a long time. Yeah, for, for a long time. Years now. And it's, it's shown the fault of this system, which was pretty evident probably before this system was created and yeah i i don't know man i think if you were if you were toronto right now 70 points you would be in first place in the west yeah (laughs) yeah comfortably if you're in the pacific division you would comfortably be in first place the next best team is golden knights at 64 points the leafs have 70 yeah and the golden knights just had a huge loss with mark stone and everything they're going to be falling off a bit and toronto would have fourth pick fourth or third pick if we did my my way of yeah my, not my way and they get they probably end up choosing like you know like they get the example, a good choice yeah they get a good and like for example you <laughs> know like, walk the the oilers team, might finish low in the regular season but there's very few playoff no teams that want to nobody's choosing to go against mcdavid and exactly. <laughs> it'd be so interesting because you'd also get teams like someone well, like if the well, Islanders snuck in, you, no one would ask, choose the Islanders because they have a goal. Let me ask you this question: What happens in the next round? Then do you do it again? No, you could. No, you reseed. You'd have to reseed. Or you could do it. You could do both. Doesn't matter. Another <laughs> draft again. night. Draft <laughs> night number two. <laughs> See, that's getting too much. No, I think you'd have to reseed based on the current teams, the teams left, and their position. Where they were That's in the standings. To do too. Yeah. That's fine. I'm all about so, the content, you know? Why not just I, do I it want from them the to pick each time. I mean, I mean, looking at it though, <laughs> if they did have one to eight in the, this is, this is actually pretty funny. If they did have one to eight in the Eastern Conference, the Leafs would still play Tampa, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but I just told you, the top five teams in the league okay. are in the East. Okay, it's ridiculous. But listen, but listen to this Boston. Who's going to win? More than likely win the league unless something detrimental happens. Would they choose the last place team to make the playoffs? Probably would. They would probably choose. Who are we looking at here? Uh, let's go to the West because that's a lot weaker. We got the uh, yeah, like they'd probably almost definitely choose a team from the West. Like I mean, you got the Avalanche. It would be the Avalanche yeah, and the Oilers. <laughs> That's the thing. It's the, yeah, it's okay, no, good no, teams. I think they would choose a better team. They would probably choose a team from the East. They would you know probably what? choose I, the Capitals would... or the Penguins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say Capitals, Penguins, Jets, Rangers. Actually, not Rangers. The Rangers, you know, I wouldn't choose. Could Rangers would yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would, I if I were, I mean, and then let's say Or Buffalo even the Panthers. Snuck... I'd choose the Panthers. They're, if... they're not. Panthers aren't in it, though. Well, let's they have say a, the... They have like a 50... 
percent chance of making it. Yeah, let's say the likely. Sabres sneak in because the Sabres have a lot less games played than the Panthers, right? Sabres are at fifty games. Sabres sneak in. Sabres have a less likely but Eric, chance. Yeah, Eric, sorry. then you get then you get into your point about the owner being in on the pick. What do you pick the? Panthers. The Panthers no, are nobody's draw. watching that shit. No one's <laughs> watching the Panthers. Oh, I yeah, but if that... you're Boston, you don't need to draw. Yeah, you you're walking. Yeah, you're walking. I'm talking about for... like if you you're want a team, you exactly. want a team, you're walking four games out. <laughs> exactly. If you're Carolina, you might consider a little bit more about the team that yes. you're picking. You know, maybe you go balls to walls, pick Toronto or something. <laughs> like if you have a pick above. Toronto I mean, if you're gonna pick, you're probably gonna grab like the Rangers or. The Rangers is tough because you have. Shishurkin. Yeah, right? that's like, way down the rabbit hole here, man. This is never happening. So <laughs> yeah, it's just fun to think about. It is and the more you talk about it, the, the more it, gets, it becomes yeah. an earworm in bigger people's ears. Well, you know, Gary Bettman is the most smug guy you'll ever meet in, in, in as a commissioner in sports, in the sense that he thinks that everything that he's done so far, or all the decisions they're making are perfect. And well, the unfortunate you know what? Thing... He has no reason to not think that because he gets praised and he keeps his freaking job there for 30, 30 years, years. <laughs> because, the owners, the because the owners don't want to replace him because he gave them a billion dollars in the past five years he's the oldest commissioner he should believe it like it's not even his fault anymore it's literally like if you tell a guy he's fucking jesus he's gonna believe he's fucking jesus christ like <laughs> it's just like you tell someone they're a god they're gonna believe they're a god eventually you it's, just you like fucking... I mean, mm. all this, all this, not like the he he had the whole press conference before the Oscar game. The fans love the digital board ads. What the fuck are you talking about? Right? So I'm saying he doesn't need to listen to anyone. He just hears like I'm fucking great. I get to keep my job no matter what shitty the, stuff I do. Yeah, I whatever I do, I'm fucking great. The unfortunate <laughs> thing, are... the unfortunate thing too is if Batman was to like step down, it'd be one of his cronies. Bill Daly. To, yeah, it would be one of his cronies that gets the job. It would be stupid. It would be a disciple you know what, of You know Batman. what would be even more stupid? And I'm kind of switching topics here. But Columbus right now has the highest odds of getting Bedard. How Eesh. unfortunate would that be? I mean, 25% Bedard, chance. Bedard ripping around with Goudreau would be fun. That would be fun for two or three more years until Goudreau is like 32 and he can't freaking yeah. light it up anymore. And then you also realize that you're never going to watch them because they're playing in Columbus anyways. At you least they're see east them light for us. Yeah. <laughs> At least they're east for us. So yes, we, we get to see them. You can see them a little bit more for sure. Yeah. But I also don't want to see them in Chicago. So, you know, it's... Yeah, because then Chicago's just getting an immediate turnaround and it's like stupid. Yeah, I don't like it's that. It's about either. Peter Mrazek in it. Don't worry. It's not, it's not turning around <laughs> that quickly. Well, it's like there's a bunch of shitty options because the top five teams are Columbus and, you know, Columbus is Columbus. Chicago, bullshit after they just had Taves and Kane for decade and a half. Um, and then it goes to the West Coast, so Anaheim and Arizona. And real, let's be real, we're not you're not seeing shit from Bedard in those two, two uh, I think uh, cities and San Jose as well. One for him. And then number six is Montreal. You'd see a lot. We'd see too much of Bedard. <laughs> I think for the NHL Montreal. standpoint, they probably want him in Vancouver. They want him in Vancouver or Montreal, for sure. That's where you get the most eyeballs. But also, if they're trying to grow the game the most, and they love their West Coast teams, you know, like they want him on like Arizona. Probably Batman definitely wants him Batman wants him in Arizona, like without he, a doubt. Yeah. 
Stupid-ass yeah. fucking... And... Okay, last, last topic before we go. You want to talk about Dylan Cousins as well. Big contract. We went down the... We went down the tangent. Yeah, the you talked about Horvat. Talked about Horvat. You want to talk about Dylan Cousins a bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we did get distracted by cut from Cousins. <laughs> uh, so his contract was... Seven what was it? $7.4 million? Yeah. yeah. Um... Seven point one million dollars. Seven point one million dollars for seven years, and he's twenty-one years old. So that takes him up till he's twenty-eight, and then he's a free agent, and he signs another gigantic deal, presumably if he Unless plays he well. I don't think yeah. he's going to suck. He though. I, I mean, he's... the players who have scored at a similar like rate to him in those in his specific seasons are largely superstars. It's like Sagan, Point, Kucherov. All those guys had like very similar point totals to what Cousins has been putting up recently. And a lot of those guys were playing on better teams too. So I don't know how much Sabres hockey you guys watch, but it is, it is fun stuff. I mean, they, were, they have a lot of offensive talent. That's why Sabres are who, fun. Yeah. Who, who's one of their best offensive talents, Ty? Tage Thompson. No. <laughs> Oh, Dali, no, no. <laughs> Stop Dali. that nonsense. Uh, dude, no, so no, no. Tage Thompson is seven years times 7.1 million. Dylan Cousins is seven years times 7.1 million. I mean, so they, got, they put the exact same contract onto steals. Cousins as yeah. they did Tage Thompson. Then they locked up Matias Samuelson for seven years for four. That was a weird million. one. We, we that was a really, that it's one still was a really weird, weird one. one. But then they also have a bunch of other guys coming up soon, including Dalian, uh, Owen Power... Uh, Quinn and uh, Paterka as well, who are all probably going to get again like six, seven years deals. So it's going to be interesting. That's basically going to essentially be their future core. Their second forward. rebuild, and they got they still got some good pieces. Like Krebs is good. Krebs, yeah, I didn't even mention Krebs from there. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a they they got some pieces. I still think they're missing like like something. Like I, I don't think they, their goaltending is a question. Still. They got Craig Anderson in net. Well, goaltending for sure, <laughs> uh, and then probably a bunch of like depth pieces as well. It's kind of what they. Need to it's just, it's just like they, they find their second rebuild has gone a lot better than the first. For now, for now. I mean that I mean, Eichel deal's looking pretty good now. Consider I mean, Eichel had a great start to the season, but he hasn't been. He's fallen off. It's unfortunate. We were talking well, about him being like MVP, right? Stone died. Stone's dead, yeah. Stone Which died and good. Eichel fell off. Uh, yeah. I mean, he was definitely the MVP discussion beforehand. Like the, uh, for like the first month of the season, he was MVP discussion. I feel like next episode, we want to probably talk like mid-season-ish awards kind of before. Okay. Write that down, Eric. Write it down. Write that down. Write that down. It's already down. It's already okay. down. Yeah. I don't believe you. All right. Worth damn. <laughs> any last any last thoughts for today? Um, no. I mean, you know. Hopefully, Batman listens to this and takes our advice. The so. only other thing I can think of is I saw a stat the other day, and it was basically uh, the Oilers have outscored their opposition at five on five, forty-seven to thirty-eight. So forty-seven goals for, thirty-eight against, without McDavid and Drysaddle on the ice. Guess what it. Guess like the percentage of goals scored with them on the ice. Guess. Do they score 53% of the goals on the ice? 55, 60, 65. What do you think? 60, 70. 70. Okay, so this is at five and f- five on five, by the way. Oh. 70? 
no, seventy percent of the goals go like goals for percentage. Yeah, their goals for percentage exactly at I'd five and like, five. Oh, at five v five for for just McDavid and Drysaddle. Yeah, when they're on the ice. Yeah. For the Oilers or in low? general? For is the really Oilers. Low? <laughs> for, okay, like fifty percent. It's got to be like fifty percent. Yeah, it's really so low because because they. Sorry, score I misunderstood. Their, yeah, their I thought it was like how much. Points. Yeah, yeah. So they're they've scored sixty-five goals and allowed sixty-six. That's for it's. I I know they are fucking power play. Even strength at even strength. Yeah, yes. at even strength while. McDavid's on a hundred and sixty point pace. But how how <laughs> often are they on power play? Like how much of a game I mean, on McDavid average draws are they playing? Play at power yeah, play exactly. McDavid like is a huge diver, though. Pace. I keep yeah. I keep saying that like he Fucking, dives so okay. much. So in soccer, diving is a strategy. Like it's part of the game. Like yeah. you feel a nick, you you fall over. Like yeah. and you get the call. Um, and if you don't fall over you more than likely lose the ball because you're off balance. So, yeah. and you don't get the call, even though it might be and you don't get the, the same call, yeah. play. So it's just part of a strat. Like it's, I know, I know hockey people hate that. Of course they yeah. do. It yeah, is. Yeah. It's greasy. Martin's got the second biggest diver in the league on his team. So <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. on a tear though. And but to low be key, am I becoming a good. Buffalo? Fan instead of an Ottawa fan because Buffalo's <laughs> Buffalo's Buffalo's <fun>. Buffalo's freaking <laughs> hell. Who would have Ottawa said two is. years ago that Buffalo would be fun? Like nobody. Oh, I don't people, know. hundred people. Nobody would have said Buffalo would be fun. None of well, us. They had like, that oh, whole Eichel like, thing two years ago. It was all great. Like that was bad. Yeah. That was that's ugly. true too. That was mess. Yeah. And then nobody saw a Tage Thompson hundred point season coming. To to be fair. I don't think anyone in the world. Alex did. Tuck point per game either. Like even yeah, when they, they made Tuck, that trade, they got Tuck. Like, they got not... they got Krebs, and they got what well, I think a first round pick. Right? Could, I, yeah. I remember you, this was years ago. Uh, me, Martin, and our friend Walker were in the house talking hockey like usual, and I said Alex Tuck was undoubtedly a top six forward, and Martin and Walker roasted me. For that take, bro. At that point, he was not. <laughs> he was a top six forward, and he continues to show it right now. I just want to say I was proven right, just like and I was proven. There's two players. There's two players that I remember we having a long, also having a long conversation about at the house, and it was Sean Monahan, me saying he wasn't Tuck. a number one center, and at me saying I was Tucks and top. But of six course, you forward. remember the times you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Of course so. I do. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I fully admit that. I'm just saying. I remember that argument getting real, real passionate, <laughs> and I just want to say I was right. So you know that FYI, that's where we can end the show. <laughs> Walker is doing terrible in fantasy this year. Oh yeah, real. Bad. That's probably the first time ever. I think I he's say. real busy with work stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Welcome to my fucking life. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Push push our idea if you like it. Goodbye. Tweet it. Tweet it. 
Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.